You're listening to Talk Dating to Me, presented by Refuge on Franklin, the best spot for date night in Chapel Hill. Welcome in to Talk Dating to Me. I'm Ross Martin. And I am Sharon Levine, and we are your hosts of this podcast. And we have Sam back with us. She did great on the last episode. We got into her long-distance relationship, that ending, and then kind of getting into online dating and figuring out that and navigating that. But we want to get into a little more detail with her. We're going to jump right into it. Um, she is highly caffeinated yeah. and ready to go. So you said like five or six months after you got out of a two-year relationship, and uh, you said they're pretty much all good dates because of how you screened mm-hmm. individuals before you went on dates. I mean, that's I think that's pretty common, but it sounds like you did a lot of screening. Yeah. So I feel like usually, as I was mentioning in the last episode, I feel like it's usually pretty hard to engage my interest via dating apps, just like with photos and text messages alone. I'm a really interpersonal person. Um, and I feel like if someone can't maintain or capture my interest via text, Almost always it ends up being a boring date. Like the data just shows that if we can't hit it off in that way, then the date's going to be hard. But, okay. What if a person's bad at texting? Yes, but. But I think if someone, like it is a but, and it's also not because I feel like I know this about myself at this point. Like every time I've been like, okay, but maybe they're just bad at texting, then it's a bad date. You just said you thrive off of. But you haven't like had in that. person, interpersonal relationship, yeah. and in person. But you're not even giving them a chance to be in person. You're basing on text. Yeah, oh, it's shit. true. Oh. I've been, I have been um, <laughs> pleasantly surprised many a times, and and yeah, and very hopeful about interactions that I thought were going very well through text, mm. and disappointed after oh, that. For and sure. then, yeah. So yeah. don't. Don't fully discount guys who yeah. you Maybe might you're otherwise be interested guys. in. Somebody doesn't have time to like be really intentional on text, and it's like I just meet up, and I'm better in person. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, and I also just feel like that's true for a lot of people. And for me, I just have a very specific like. I know that's something I'm going to really want out of a person, like a certain level of attention and engagement. Right, and right. at this point, feels good setting that boundary because. Time's limited in grad school, and I feel like it's helped me kind of stay out there and stay engaged and meet cool people who I'm compatible with. Um, yeah, it sounds so like far. it's worked for you thus far. Yeah, and I think I'd be overwhelmed if I didn't set some kind of hard limit because mm-hmm. there's just not enough time when you're going in seven, five dates. What did I say? Five dates in seven days. Ten one dates person. in two days. <laughs> Everybody has their own uh, path. Yeah. Damn. Everyone is, is on their own journey. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So uh, you screen my text messages. All right. So what? Um, you met this guy. It sounds like I was getting yeah. to that. You have you you came in and said you met a guy. Five dates in seven days, and this was a week ago. Was this the one you told me about? It was. Okay. It was. We were recording yeah, on a Thursday, and you met him on a win- last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. And you've been on five dates. So let's a, get into a that whirlwind adventure. So how was the first date? What was the first date like? Yeah. So the first date, I think, surprised me. Um, we had been talking by text for probably like a week and a half before we met. I ended up getting the flu. Actually, I probably would have met him just like day two because we had such good like online jokey chemistry. Um, which is, speaks to my heart, but then I got the flu, and so we ended up staying in touch for like a week and a half, so I think 
by the time we met up, I was already pretty excited about him. Um, and then we just had one of those dates that like never ended. Like we got, and went on like That's three so or fun. four dates in one night. Yeah. Where'd y'all go um, first? We started at Pizzeria Toro um, in Durham. Did you get the clam pizza? I didn't, but I sure you would like should to. next time. <laughs> it's the it's one of the best entrees yeah. in Durham. That's amazing. We went classic fennel sausage. Um, okay, that's good too. And then we went on a really really cute walk around Durham. We went and we played pool for like ninety minutes, and then we went on another walk, and then we ended up at surf club. So many ads for Durham. Oh, this man. wasn't intentional. So many um, nights surf club. <laughs> Make out. Not really. Like, he was so I mean, respectful that first night. And so, like... Was making out not respectful? No, I just feel like there we, like... He really made me feel like he wanted to get to know me, which, as an interpersonal person, like, that speaks to me. Um, she said not really, like... It's kind of a yes or no question with making out. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, like, is a no, peck like making like out? If you kiss on the lips, night, is that making out? If you... Did you make out once? We made out once. Oh, yeah, you made out. Yeah. Right? Well, that's a relative good term. Hey, good question, Ross. Yeah. Um, Crack the yeah. code there. Yeah, your horn. I mean, <laughs> they made out, and she said we maybe. We made out. Um, yeah, nice. and then we just have kind of Kissy both kissy. of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, both of us, I think, just like have felt really mm. excited about each other and have the time right now with it being the end of summer to spend more time than usual and have just kind of had this mutual agreement. Like if we're in the same place and we're both free and we want to do something, let's go out and do something. Yeah. Um, so it's been super fun because I just feel like I've thrown all of the like worrying of like socialize, like, oh, do I wait to text him? Do I like not show interest? Like all of that BS yeah. out the window so quickly. And no games, place. just hanging out. But can I throw a butt in there? Oh, mm. yeah. Correct oh, me if I'm wrong. Was this the guy who doesn't live here or no, is moving? No, 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 That was the last day. Oh, that's what I was talking about. I don't oh, know about this guy. Oh, my God. This is all new to me. I feel Weak. like I, yeah, I might have told you the last time I saw you, but I did have a guy that I was seeing who didn't live here, which was a fun thing to do after like an intense relationship and breakup because right, it was there's like no expectations yeah just like no strings no expectations just like when you're in town let's have fun when you're not in town if we talk we oh, talk oh man those so, can turn dangerous though I've had <laughs> quite a few of those I'm many te- ended I'm messy a, I'm texting with a girl who lives in England now don't Whoa. do it Ross no, what are you I mean doing? we're just texting before you know you're on a plane to England she said I'm her type I said, okay. Before you know <laughs> it, one of you was heartbroken, said, crying in a here. corner um, in an airport. In yes. Heathrow airport. So five, Heathrow. five dates in seven days. What kind of dates we're talking about here? I mean, that's a, it's kind yeah. of a, that's a lot in seven days. Yeah. So it, it was. I mean, uh, it feels very relationshipy. It, I feel like yes and no, like relationship be in the sense that like, yes, people in relationships do this, but I think I've been trying to challenge like what needs to mean relationship or not. Like we're just having a lot of fun in ways that feel good in the moment without needing it to be something later on. Like I've just been trying to be, and it's felt really authentic to be a lot more like flexible in how I'm thinking about this. Like a little hedonic like it just feels really good and I'm getting to know this person and like let's see where it goes 
It's awesome. What kind of dates? Bro? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, so he made me dinner on our second date. What did he which make? Was so good. He made uh, caprese salad with like the homemade balsamic. So good. Homemade um, balsamic. Yeah. Like the, just like the glaze. He bought balsamic vinegar. No, it's like balsamic glaze. It has more than one ingredient in it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't make balsamic vinegar. No, he did have the balsamic vinegar from scratch. We had this restaurant restaurant in Croatia. We had like 12-year-age balsamic. Ooh, yeah. delicious, like really thick. Cool. Sam, you deserve someone who will make his own balsamic for you. Yeah, yeah, from scratch. 12 years. I think that's the new screening question on the app. Like, will you make me balsamic? Your big takeaway from being on the show. (laughs) Continue. Um, You can use balsamic in uh, lovemaking, too. Balsamic? Yeah, the Z in it. What? Do you want to define that for everyone? Balsamic? Balsamic? There's a joke. You don't have to, like, get into (laughs) one-off. All right. Anything about the third date? Um, on the third date, we hang out, hung out and we watched When Harry Met Sally, which Aww. is one of my Jeez. favorite movies. That's so cute. Um, we're both really into like movies. At now. your house? At his house? At his house. Okay. So I teach yoga in Durham a lot right now. Um, and so I've been out there and he's out there. Okay. We're going to take a break here and get more into this. I have a lot of questions. A very interesting development with Sam. First, <laughs> we'll talk about uh, Refuge real quick. Great sponsor of this podcast. They're on Franklin Street inside the Franklin Hotel. Make sure you go there get a, a craft cocktail. Um, great choices. Really extensive craft menu if you want a light drink, a tropical drink, more of a liquor-based drink. Um, Sam said she likes the bourbon-based cocktails. So good. And they have some dessert ones as well. So go to Refuge right there on Franklin Street inside the Franklin Hotel. Get a small plate, some craft cocktails, and tell them Talk Dating to me sent you. Please tell them that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Talk Dating to Me, made possible by Refuge on Franklin, serving balanced craft cocktails and satisfying small plates in the ground floor of the Franklin Hotel. We are back to Talk Dating to Me. My friend Sam is still here with us. And my question for you, Sam, is where... Where is this going? What's next with this guy? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could answer better generally than specifically because I've actually, despite the five dates, only known this person for about a week now. I know, it's crazy. Oh, it's so crazy. (laughs) Which is, I feel like, some sign or of compatibility in and of itself that Mm -hmm. I've spent that much time with him in a week and I still want to keep seeing him. But also for me, there's always this little voice that's like, temper your expectations, Sharon. Bring it down. Don't get excited. Don't be too hopeful. Yeah. That's hard. Sure. Yeah. Um, You have any fear of like kind of burnout? It's like too much too soon? No. Okay. Wow. But I... (laughs) I understand that that would be a totally normal emotion to experience right now. I think something that's been helping a lot is that I feel like my perspective on dating and relationships has just been so radically shifting where I'm kind of, like I mentioned, like questioning a lot whether monogamy and it's like conventional sense even makes sense to me or is right for me. And I think I've gotten really into this mindset that like there are partners for seasons. There doesn't have to be a partner for forever. And that feels so much more right to me. And like, like, like seasons of life, like oh, that there like are spring, phases summer. of life where you might be really compatible with someone and you might grow together and you might not. And it's kind of more dynamic and flexible than this idea of like, you have to meet this one person. I've been watching Daniel Sloss's Jigsaw special. It's on this topic, um, but that there's like one 
person that is supposed to like complete you or fill you up for forever. Well, I think that's fit with a really problematic yeah. perception of monogamy, but I don't think that's how you necessarily have to view Everybody monogamy. Grows so much. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I like that. Like, I mean, some relationships run their course and you yeah. move on. You My change, boyfriend and they I, change. We've talked about that. Yeah. How, like the the idea of someone completing you is. Yeah. You like seeing your boyfriend. <laughs> My boyfriend and I. Yes. <laughs> So, so this leads into your take on monogamy. I mean, yeah. how you, honestly, this is what you're talking about. What? How do you kind of feel like that? I think I have that conversation a lot with people about yeah. monogamy and whether it's natural and whether it works. Yeah, and I think to Sharon's point, like I think for some people it makes so much sense and it works forever, and it's more about like. I've been thinking of it like the conventional definition of monogamy doesn't make sense to me, which I think is that like kind of dated rom-com idea of like this one soulmate, this person who's supposed to fill you and complete you. And I feel like that makes people feel really empty and insecure when they're dating so that they don't set the boundaries they need. Realistic boundaries and expectations. Yeah, for a single person and what one person can be to you or give you in a way that's like sustainable and healthy. And some people, I feel like, find a person who they grow with and they fit with for their whole lived experience, and that's awesome. But I find that definition of monogamy just feels pretty kind of suffocating to me. Yeah, I see that. It's so much more healthy to be able to be dynamic and change with life Mm. as it changes. Um, And also, like, Like, uh, you can limit yourself with just one person. Yeah, but I also think in that you need to find someone who, if you want to be monogamous if you have that desire I think talking about kids um, yeah. uh, it makes you think about that differently I think you have to find someone who has that similar approach to monogamy stop taking pictures of me <laughs> Ross this is a very serious this conversation sending it to Jonathan Yearman snapchatting me and sending it to our friends right this now Jonathan. Uh, continue. I forgot what I was saying Well, so my off. question is yeah. when you say you're not in a monogamy, like, do you want multiple relationships at once with different people? Yeah. Like, maybe, like, one guy that's more stable, and then you can still branch out from that relationship into other sort of relationships? I think I just want to stay flexible about yeah. it. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship of the sort that it's, like, the understanding is this is has to be forever, right? Um, and you're the only person for me because I think for all the reasons we're saying that can get people really stuck in relationships. It puts a lot of pressure on a relationship, yeah. also, yeah. And that when the relationship goes south, and like I mentioned about my own breakup, like where you feel like all the relationship is is work, and then you get so trapped in these thoughts of like, but this was my person, yeah, and yeah, absolutely, like, this person was forever, and we were so compatible that you get more kind of fixated on fixing what it was instead of moving forward with kind of who you are and where where you are then. So I'm, so, I'm talking to a girl right now who, yeah. uh, she got married when she was 19. Damn. She's still married. Wow. she has an open relationship. And she's bisexual. It, it's yeah. a mutually happy, yeah, yeah, they, open they relationship. Ethical non-monogamy situation. Yeah, they both date people. Huh. Yeah, I don't and know. she like, wants to meet up. And like she's married. She's been married for like 10 years. I and she's bisexual too. So she had a girlfriend that just broke up. Wow. And like she wants to like date me. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, it's kind of weird. She's like married. I don't. I feel kind of weird with the other guy. I think mm. that makes sense for you to feel weird about uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Normal, Normal yeah. feeling, Ross. But that, I mean, that's crazy. They've been yeah. married. She got married. She's nineteen. When she was nineteen, and now they are start branching out and trying new things. 
or pretty new to it. I think that's so interesting. I think we should have someone on here yeah. who's in a relationship. She's like, like texting me like like I'm the guy that she's interested in. But in the, and then like like does she text with her husband too? Like, like she's texting me like a normal. Well, I know. I, I know. We've. I mean, we've had friends like we've. Uh, communication there is so core and looks so different and I know a lot of people who I know who've been in relationships like that like take that back to their I guess primary partner like this take is what someone. back take I've yeah, found someone yeah, I'm yeah. interested in oh. I'm updating like you here it is Charlotte? yeah uh, okay. <laughs> right, that was wild they talk they about both, it very openly that, and they make sure Kind of. They're both both involved with the couple. It was but like I've, two talked, on two. I've talked to other people who are in similar yeah. relationships. Yeah. And, and they... I, would, yeah so I, would, I think the big issue with monogamy, man, is like just jealousy and like your person you're committed to is like having another relationship with another person. Yeah. It'd be tough. I mean, but yeah. part of that jealousy, we're reading a book right now in my house called The Ethical Slut. And I think. I want to read it. So Can good. I read it? Why don't you yeah, live with them? Over. Um, Why don't you live with them, Sharon? <laughs> oh, because Darla. I love Darla. Darla she loves Peter. Darla. But you She's don't want to live with Darla. No, I do want to live no, with Darla. No, you don't. Thank you, Sam. No, you don't. I do. Um, I can't. <laughs> no one wants to live with Darla. We're working on Darla. Darla has grown a lot over the past She's few months. She's a powerful woman. Darla's going to school Strong, this fall. opinionated She's lady. She's going to school. Yeah, she's like four years behind development life. She should be in like third grade and she's in preschool. She's a little slow. <laughs> there it is. Okay, one last yeah. point. You yeah. Talking about? Oh, we were, yeah, we're in the ethical slot. It talks about jealousy and how jealousy is kind of born out of some of these like problematic um, notions that we have about what monogamy has to be. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that like Society. being with just one person is the wrong answer for anyone. I think for me, even, there are definitely going to be seasons of my life where I'll probably be so infatuated with one person who knows for how long that I'll want to only be with that person and I'm not ruling off being with one person at a time it's just challenging some of these more pervasive beliefs of like you know there's only one person for you or that one person has to be everything in the core of the puzzle of your life um for sure just stay more flexible we gotta wrap this up I, right, I just yeah. did a little hint there when you're having a deep conversation with someone like that you say society it makes you sound really smart. I did that for an example there for anybody else who wants to have deep conversations. Ad read. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> check out Refuge on Franklin. We're grateful for them for sponsoring us. Great time right now. End of summer. It's getting a little cooler in the evenings. Uh, my favorite menu items that I get over and over again are their nachos and the artichoke fritters. So good. And the burger. And the burger's really good. Um, check them out. Let us know what you think of them. Tell them Talk Dating sent you. Thank you to Refuge on Franklin. Welcome back to Talk Dating to Me, made possible by Refuge on Franklin, serving balanced craft cocktails and satisfying small plates in the ground floor of the Franklin Hotel. Welcome back to Talk Dating to Me, Chapel Hill's hottest dating <laughs> radio show slash podcast subscribe on apple podcast oh, we forgot to mention that Spotify. yes um sam is still with us and we just want to say we officially invite you back into the studio <laughs> we've gotten into some i'll be back really big topics of discussion that i'd like to dive further into so thank you for for sharing with us i yeah. think you are 
amazingly mature <laughs> and poised. I wish I had so much insight as a 25 year old, and I yeah. really just yeah, enjoy talking to you. So thank you. Yeah, on that, we're definitely have Sam back at some point. We're also going to have a lot of other guests back on. I think Emily was a really good. Yeah, guest. we're going to start uh, kind your of roommates with Emily. Yeah, bring in some former guests and then, back uh, on. Jonathan and Shayla. Uh, and I'm bringing up the next two shows will be with my buddy Jake, who came back from three years in Europe. So I'm going to preview that. He is a very opinionated person <laughs> with a lot of takes on dating and women and how things work and online dating. And he's he's been abroad for three years. So he has probably a different perspective. I mean, so he came back a different era, you know. And so. Ross, tell us a little bit about your current dating status. Yeah, we don't. I mean, because sharing our boyfriend, I was dating someone exclusively <laughs> for a while too. Uh, we don't really talk too much about our dating life, but uh, I came back from Europe with not really having any attachments to any people. So I've been going on a couple of dates, kind of a clean slate with with no attachments. So it should be interesting. Football season starting, the games begun. So it's just like the late nights and drinking and stuff just wears you down. Yeah, for sure it does. Like, going on a lot of dates and stuff, and it can add up expensive-wise, but it should be an interesting fall for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> silly. I'm 33 years old. All right, that's it for us. Uh, we'll have Jake back, or Jake on, the next two shows. That should be awesome. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, leave us a comment. and um, yeah, Share with your listening. friends. Yeah, tell me. Email tell us <laughs> at talkdatingtome at wchl.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Talk Dating to Me, presented by Refuge on Franklin, the best place for date night in Chapel Hill. Follow them on Instagram, Refuge on Franklin.